Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five years. I tell you the brutal, honest truth of the industry. This is episode 18. If you like this podcast, please give me five stars. You can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. As you all know, I have the Corporate Flight Attendant book, which you can now buy on the website. I do not repeat information between the book and this podcast, and all brand new information is in my book. Another great product is my Corporate Flight Attendant Lists Bundle, that's L-I-S-T-S, in which you will receive my catering order template to email your orders and lists such as catering go-tos, prep, deplane, and the sought-after packing list. So you can check that all out at freespiritpodcasts, that's with an S, dot com. A quick note, I have completely refreshed and updated my website. So it has a really new, clean look. I did this last week, and it's so easy to navigate now. It's much better. So check it all out at freespiritpodcasts.com. Today's topic is advancing in corporate aviation. What do I mean by this? You know, you start your career in corporate aviation as obviously a corporate flight attendant, we all know that, and you absolutely love it. But as the years go on, you may want to think about leaving the flying aspect or the traveling aspect of the industry. Why? Because you would like to stay home more, especially now if you have a family, or maybe because of your age, you feel it's too physically exhausting to fly all the time, or you've been a contractor and you would like something more stable, you know, with benefits and all those things, but on the ground, you would like to be, you know, grounded and uh, not traveling all the time. Or simply, you love this industry, but you like to move on to a higher paying job, one that advances your career in corporate aviation. Corporate aviation is easily an industry that people fall in love with, and why not? There's a glamour to it, it's fast paced, it can be really fun, every day is different, you meet interesting people, and you're kind of part of this secret society or secret industry that most of the general population doesn't even know about. So understandably, you'd like to stay in it. Saying all this, what are the jobs that can make you more money and give you benefits such as a 401k, health insurance, et cetera, et cetera, all that good stuff, and also be a step up from being a corporate flight attendant? all the while applying the skills you've acquired as a flight attendant, right? That is the dream. Okay, so here are the 10 jobs where you can advance your career in corporate aviation. Number one, a cabin services manager. This means you are in charge of all the flight attendants and cabin services 
for that company's aircrafts, meaning you are the head honcho flight attendant. Large corporations, charter companies, and sometimes even large FBOs, remember FBO is your fixed based operator, will employ cabin service managers. You won't fly, but you may have to in case of an emergency. I would say to be a cabin services manager, the two that I knew very well, they had years upon years of experience. One of them actually trained people on Air Force One. The other one had an extensive career as a commercial flight attendant before becoming a corporate flight attendant. So it's not something you can just jump into after a couple years of being a corporate flight attendant. This is a job where you need to have a lot of skills, you need to have a lot of training, you need to have constant training, honing your skills, you need to show that you are in the top, top of the flight attendants in the industry. Number two, flight attendant trainer. It's exactly what it sounds like. You work for a training company such as Flight Safety or FACS and train flight attendants for emergency procedures such as survival, medical, and cabin service training. You must have years of experience and you also have to have a great reputation in the business. These jobs can be really hard to come by because what happens is these trainers travel to the different training centers all over the country. So for example, with FACS, You only really need two trainers or two main trainers because they travel all over the country doing these trainings. So there aren't really that many trainers needed. A good trainer is a good teacher and doesn't mind teaching the same information over and over and over (laughs) and making it fresh. Number three, work for NBAA the National Business Aviation Association. You can help manage their events, develop their professional development programs, or work in their flight admin department. The step up in this situation would be advancing yourself to an executive position. If you're not a part of NBAA, I highly recommend it, especially if you're newer to this industry or you're just kind of moving along and you want to advance your career path. It's a great resource. They have really great professional development and they also have some really good conferences such as the Leadership Conference, the Flight Attendant Conference. So check it out at nbaa.org and I will put that in the show notes. Number four, work for an F. FBO, remember FBO, fixed based operator. You can work at the front desk or behind the scenes in admin, but the key here is to advance to a management position. I think this is number four, right? So you're seeing a trend. You have to advance to a management position or a supervisor position to really advance in this industry. That's where you make more money. For example, your goal can be the FBO manager or even hire an executive within the FBO chain. For example, there's a well-known FBO called Signature, 
And Signature has executives, it has a board, the whole nine yards. So if that's something that you aspire to do, then you can kind of start from the bottom up, maybe working behind the desk or behind the scenes in admin, and then work your way up that way. Number five, if you love the culinary aspect of being a corporate flight attendant, you can open your own aviation catering company. This, I warn you, is a big undertaking, especially with adhering to food safety regulations. You know, food inspectors are going to come in and check everything, but you could start small and make a name for yourself. The best corporate aviation companies often start small and they give amazing attention to their clients. And what happens a lot of the time is once they become huge, that's when the quality of food goes down. So you may want to start small and keep it small. With regard to making money, the markup of catered food in corporate aviation is three to four times the normal price. For example, that organic apple from Whole Foods is $2 in the store, right? But when you order it from an aviation caterer, it's six to eight dollars. Yes, I'm not kidding. (laughs) The markup is that big. So there's a real potential for making a lot of money. But keep in mind, you will work 24-7. You have to fill orders at all times of the day and night before you can hire an assistant or staff. So you have to mentally prepare for the fact the first maybe year or even two years, you won't get a lot of sleep building this business, but you make a lot of money. Number six, dispatcher. A dispatcher is the scheduler, overseer of all trips, and must assure that all trips fly in accordance to FAA regulations. As an independent dispatcher, you can work anywhere in the world, which is cool, because many dispatcher positions are becoming remote. But if you're an independent dispatcher, keep in mind, you work 24-7. Trips change all the time, and if any issue arises, you have to handle it, even if that means at 3 a.m. If you live in the New York area and that trip just landed in Australia with an issue, guess what? You're the one up all night solving the problem. If you work for a charter company you will work in shifts, which is better, right? So there's work-life balance, but the shifts are 24-7 as well. So you may be working an overnight shift. The best dispatchers are focused. They can multitask like no one else. And because they often need an answer now, you have to be blunt, straight to the point, and avoid conversations in most interactions. So So even as a corporate flight attendant, when dealing with dispatchers, all they want to hear is yes or no. They don't want to hear your life story. They don't want to hear that you have to go to your grandmother's 80th birthday. They don't care about any of that. They just want to hear a yes or no. For example, if you can do the trip or not do the trip, and that's it. The people who are good at this job are highly sought after. It's not an easy job and you have to have the right personality for it. Number seven, aircraft broker. A broker is someone who helps negotiate and completes the sale of an aircraft. As an independent broker, you can make a ton of money doing this because you get a flat fee or commission when the sale is complete. So if you think about that, 
you're selling a $50 million airplane or hell, even a $10 million airplane and you make 5%, 10%, I don't know what the percentages are. That's a pretty good commission. The catch 22 is you need to have major contacts in the industry to get the clients if you want to be an independent broker. Now, nowadays, dispatch companies have caught on. Here's what's happening. Dispatch companies are not allowing their dispatchers to have any communication with the clients because dispatchers are becoming brokers and stealing their clients. You know what I mean? So stealing that company's clients. So the best independent brokers know a lot of rich people and know how to schmooze and know how to work with the often difficult top 1%. And let me tell you, when the top 1% is wheeling and dealing and buying and selling these planes and the whole nine yards, they are not easy to deal with. So you have to know how to deal with that personality really well. You can also work as a broker for a brokerage company where you're on salary. So you have that option as well, a much easier option, right? To get your foot in the door. But again, this is one of these things where you work pretty much 24 seven, especially if you know it's a Sunday and it's Father's Day, that owner wants the contracts done now, well, you're giving up your Father's Day. So I think you're getting the two themes now, right? <laughs> We're on number seven. The one theme is move up to management. And the second theme is you're probably going to be working 24-7 at least to start out with, at least the first couple years. Number eight, you can be a salesperson for a company that sells medical kits. They're thousands of dollars, these medical kits, which is why pilots don't want you to break one open for a Band-Aid. Here's a good corporate flight attendant life tip. Always carry Band-Aids in your backpack, in your purse, whatever for you, for the pilots, for the passengers, because if you open a thousands upon thousands of dollar kit for that and they have to get a new kit, it's not going to go over well. You can also sell emergency equipment, aircraft parts, etc., with one of these companies. Number nine, you can be an interior designer for aircrafts. That does exist. Private jet manufacturers have people who design the interior of aircrafts, and this could be you. It's a really cool transition from being in flight and hearing what the passengers want to actually designing the aircraft. A good example is I was demo flying. For those of you that did not listen to last week's episode, episode 17, I highly recommend listening to that on demo flying. I was doing a demo flight and the passenger's wife asked me if I knew of any type of wood floors on aircrafts, because usually on these private jets, they have carpeting. And I said, no, I had never seen it, but I would ask the salesperson. And she told me that she had a friend that put wood floors, hardwood floors on the private jet. And I thought that was really interesting. I'd never seen it. And, but um, that could be something you could design. Number 10, and uh, this one is reaching for the stars, becoming a pilot. Yes, I will say that again, becoming a pilot. Occasionally this happens. I've heard of corporate flight attendants having their private pilot's license. And if you love to fly and realize, you know what? My dream is to be a pilot. You could pay for school and get the training. So 
being a flight attendant has nothing to do with being a pilot. So the training has nothing to do with the pilot training. So you would have to spend thousands upon thousands, a lot of money and get trained for that. And I understand it still is travel, but if you want to step up in the industry and you have a lot of good contacts and you can go into a company where you know, hey, I'm going to travel a lot less and I just want to fly. I love doing it. That's great too. If you're a female or minority pilot in this industry, you are a rare gem. So you will get the pick of the jobs. And uh, hey, Gwyneth Paltrow made this transition from flight attendant to pilot in the 2003 movie View from the Top. It's an absolutely ridiculous movie, and I just spoiled the ending for you. Sorry, (laughs) but uh, you have to watch it. It's so silly. It's the silliest thing you've ever seen. So why not dream big? However, if you want to advance your career, remember that every person you meet along the way in corporate aviations from your fellow flight attendants to pilots, dispatchers, salespeople, admin, even the passengers, etc., they can help you advance your career. So be nice to everyone along the way and be grateful of every opportunity because you never know where that opportunity is going to lead for you to take that big step up. Until next time, the next episode will drop on May 21st. And I hope I've given you some really good ideas today of, hey, you know what? I want to be a corporate flight attendant. I want to do it for maybe five or 10 years. And then I want to move on because I know I want to start a family or whatever your reasoning is. There is a way to do it. I've given you ways today to do it. And there are more opportunities beyond just being a flight attendant where you can apply those skills. Basically what I'm saying is being a flight attendant is not the end of the road. It's actually just the beginning. Happy flying.